to the Wisdom Podcast. This is your host, Justin Dora. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about dreaming with God and making plans. And I know that may sound like an interesting idea for this podcast. And typically we're talking about our identity in Christ and the grace of God and not performing and oftentimes planning and those type of things, that language can make people think of performance because we think about planning maybe from the wrong paradigm. So I want to start off just talking about the seeming paradox between dreaming and planning that, that kind of happens. And I want to do that by got, kind of giving some examples of the extremes of the extreme planner and the extreme dreamer to kind of show you maybe where these two worlds seem to be at odds. But I think in God, when we see from his perspective, they're actually wedded together wonderfully. So on the one hand, you have the extreme planner. And what does the extreme planner look like? They have plans for anything and everything they're going to do. If nothing happens in their lives without a three to five step plan or more with sub points underneath each main point. And the extreme planner, ultimately, though they won't say it this way, especially if they're a believer, they won't say it this way. Ultimately, they trust themselves. And how do we know this is because they work their plan to such a degree and stress themselves out if things don't go according to plan. That at the end of the day, and again, I will talk from the perspective of a believer, just to keep it in one, one train of thought here. They will so work their plan And if things don't go according to plan, they'll get stressed out that you start to realize and recognize ultimately you trust your plan more than you trust the God who gave you the plan. And hopefully God's the one that gave you the plan. And how do you know if you're falling into that trap? Uh, Here's a, a major red light, an indicator light, stress, anxiety feeling like you have to scratch things out. What I mean by that is like you're, you're struggling internally. You feel like I got to keep going. I got to keep doing, I got to keep, I got to keep making this happen. If you are making the machine work, you've got to realize that your plan is no longer serving you. You are serving your plan. Your plan has become an idol and you are worshiping your plan. Kind of a big statement. Maybe a little uncomfortable, but we need to recognize that it is easy to slip into this. And I say easy as someone that can easily slip into that myself. I even found myself the last few days, this current season of discovering what God has next for us, feeling stressed because it hasn't all gelled. It hasn't all come together as I would hoped, as I had hoped. Uh, up to this point, although things are happening and things are moving forward and it is encouraging. But what I recognized is, and this is a phrase God spoke to me. And when I say God spoke to me, I mean, this phrase came to my mind. I sensed the inspiration of God behind it. And here was the phrase. 
my anointing or my empowering presence is more powerful than your initiative. And for someone who is highly, is a high initiator, who doesn't mind meeting new people, who doesn't mind making phone calls to people he's never met before, sometimes for me, I can trust my gifting or my willingness to be an initiator as the linchpin for success and forget the grace of God, the favor of God, the presence of God, the person of God, who is at work on my behalf. And it was so interesting because God corrected me and he said, Justin, you are forgetting what I've revealed to you about myself. And you're working based on what you can pull off. And you're not trusting my favor to go before you. My favor to be magnetic and draw in the right context, the right people at the right time. My presence to keep you in a place of peace and rest. You're trusting in what you can write down on a yellow pad and, cr and cross off. And you know, that, that may sound like it was harsh, but it didn't feel harsh. It actually, f it was liberating. Because it removed the burden that was on my back. And it helped me to trust and rest and believe. Which are my natural places because of my identity in Christ. Instead of instead of earning in my own strength. So there's the hyper planner. Then you got the hyper dreamer. And the hyper dreamer, if I'm being honest, I can fall into that sometimes. <laughs> now none of this is who I am. It's not my identity. It's not who I really am. But if I get hooked with a wrong thought pattern, a wrong perspective... I can begin to act in a way that violates who I really am in God. And it doesn't work. And that becomes the indicator that I'm, I'm hooked into something that God's wanting to unhook me from. So, the hyper dreamer. Always dreaming. New idea every other day. Super excited. Excitable. And what happens is if you talk about plan, it's like we can become allergic to a plan because we think, oh, but then if I put an agenda to it, it's going to kill it. And we haven't yet recognized the, the wisdom of God to begin a planning process as a dreamer that is flexible and can change. And ultimately, you may start with A, and five days from now, you'll be at D. And two weeks from now, you'll be at H. And a month from now, you'll be at S. <laughs> and sometimes God starts us in one direction, and it's not a straight line, but it's a circular pattern. And then it brings us back up. But he, Because the whole point is he's teaching us to trust and rest in him and in a relationship with him. But yet learn from him, okay, here's the next step. And I have found writing it down 
so that I don't forget helps me to follow through empowered by the grace of God. So there's the hyper dreamer. And here's what I'm learning. It really is both. It's dreaming and out of those dreams come plans. But those plans always stay flexible, yet they're firm and that they have a direction. There's clarity. You know what to do by the grace of God. But you're willing to let them be adjusted and shaped in the process. Dreaming and planning really do go hand in hand. I want to read a verse to you out of Ephesians 3 that will just kind of mess with you a bit, I hope. It says this, Now to him who is able, this is Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now notice what this says. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably, that means you can't measure it, more than all. Than all of what? Than all you can ask, than all you can imagine. So what does that mean? God, as soon as God gives you a dream, and as soon as you begin to make a plan, comes out of that dream, here's what you need to realize. From God's perspective, it's always bigger than your plan. Your plan will never be big enough. It will never be comprehensive enough. Why? Because you've thought about it. And the scripture actually says, His ability is beyond your thinking. It's beyond your imagination. So, it's, so, so here's the challenge. You can never have a big enough vision. It can never be comprehensive enough. Ever. And there's this business phrase. And it's not a bad phrase, but we just need to keep it in check a little bit. It says, you know, we want to begin with the end in mind. And we call it end visioning. Where we say... Well, what is the end? What is it going to look like? And then we begin to envision that. We dream about that. We imagine. And then we go, okay, what's the... And we walk it all the way back to today. So what do we have to do today to get there? Here's the problem. As soon as you start, and from God's perspective, your envision is too small. (laughs) It really is. So vision has to be what's capturing us today. And we recognize as we move forward in that with plans and details, the vision's going to grow. It's going to expand. It's going to get more in depth. It's going to increase in height. It's going to increase in width. It's going to, you're going to get more clarity, more color, more three dimensions. It's going to expand. Do not put in concrete that vision. Now, what you can put in concrete is the nature of God in the sense of he's good, he's loving. But what you don't want to put in concrete is what that actually looks like. What does that mean? Because the Holy Spirit will expand your understanding and your revelation over time. That's why it's a wineskin. Wineskins flex. Yes, they're firm, but they flex. They expand. You don't want to create a non-expansive wineskin skin. 
Because what will happen is you'll get the very thing you want and it's not what God intended. Let that sink in for a second. God is bigger than what you can dream and what you can imagine and what you can do. The scripture says of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. How can you end vision something that has no end? All that I'm intending that to do is help you realize not to not have vision, not to not have plans, not to not, I'm not saying those are bad or you shouldn't do them. But here's what I'm saying. God always supersedes them. He is always bigger. He is always more comprehensive. He always has more to unpack. Now you have it all in Christ. You just don't know it all yet. We have the fullness, and I've said this before, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but the fullness of God, if you, would, if you picture it like a 10,000 square foot house, if you bought in cash a 10,000 square foot house, the first day after you sign the contract, that house is yours, 100% outright yours. But day one, you don't know the ins and out of that house. It's going to take you time to discover, I'm going to use this room this way, and oh, I didn't even know we had this three months from now. Like, over time, you're going to discover all that house has to offer. Well, in the same way, Jesus is an infinite person and being. And the Holy Spirit is constantly upgrading our revelation of who we are in Christ. Day one, we've got the fullness. But it's going to take all of eternity. That means unending. That means you will always be discovering aspects and facets of the nature of God, of life in Christ, even in the life to come. You will never exhaust who he is. So the whole point of me reading this passage in the context of dreaming and planning isn't, again, it's not to get you to not dream or to not plan or to not create vision statements, or any of that. It's to get you to not worship them. I've done it myself, and I've watched others do it, where we think this is the thing. And I'll tell you what the thing is. The thing is a person, his name is Jesus. He is our all in all. He fills everything everywhere. He, everything is being summed up into him It is about a person. And he is constantly expanding our understanding of who he is and of what he's done. Do not worship your plans. But learn to make them. Let that sink in. And I'll just reiterate on the flip side. Having no plan or action steps written down is a recipe to go nowhere. There is wisdom 
in receiving a vision from God that has room to be flexible, that has room to expand and develop and mature, writing down next steps to begin walking that vision out, even if you don't see the full picture of how to get there. Remember, our plans are always moldable, they're shapeable, but having something written down is helpful. And just to reiterate, the key here with dreaming with God and having plans is continue to trust God, not your plans. Know that He has the ability to keep you and help you to remain in that place of simple trust as you begin to walk these things out. So here's the thing. If you have a dream, but you're like, man, it's not going anywhere, my encouragement to you would be to ask God, what's the next step? And when you think next step, think next baby step. Think, what's a small step I can take? Maybe it doesn't have a lot of risk yet, but it gets you moving. And what happens is you'll watch in a baby step, there is more momentum catalyzed in moving forward in something that is bigger than you can control than just sitting there wondering and waiting for God to strike you with lightning or have a brick hit you in the head. Sometimes that next step opens up in your own understanding the next 10 steps. You take one step, you have one conversation, and a whole pathway emerges that you didn't know was there. And that's faith, that's trust. That as we allow the grace of God to empower us and take action, it actually opens up in our understanding a clear path for the next few steps ahead. I've heard others use this phrase, a small key can open a big door. Think of a small key as a small step. A small step can open a big door of opportunity. So, so again, my encouragement is this. If you're in a phase of dreaming, you don't know what to do or it's not moving forward, ask the Holy Spirit, God, what's my next step? By your grace, not by performance, not by earning, but out of trusting. And whatever begins to flow out of your mind and heart, Write it down. And if it's too big of a step, break it down so that you can take small steps to to walk that out. The second thing is, if you're a plan worshiper, like me sometimes, ask God to help you continue to grow in being a planner, but grow and not trusting your plans, but trusting Jesus, trusting the Father, trusting the Holy Spirit, who's the one that allows plans to work. Because here's the thing, guys. You can work. Working hard doesn't equal working in peace. You can see a lot of stuff happen externally and be dead as a doornail on the inside. The kingdom is not just outward success. It starts with inward success of our relationship with Jesus, who he is, not performing for him, but recognizing what he's done.
resting in what he's done. Confidence grows. Momentum grows. Actions begin to emerge. We go from sitting, trusting, resting, to walking it out and beginning to interact with people and ideas and let the Holy Spirit direct, encourage, and empower and enable us to stand in those places of influence. And it's good news. And it's life-changing. And it's possible. Because this kingdom has no end. This kingdom is ever-expanding in our understanding as men and women of God. So take a step and see what happens. And I promise you, God will do more than you thought. Because he's already thought about it. He already has it all lined out. And he doesn't want to overwhelm you. That's why he just gives you a snapshot at a time, a step at a time. And then as you start growing in confidence, rest, trust, it goes deeper and wider. Your emotions are more at rest. You can step into some of the weightier experiences and decisions that need to be made because you're living from an anchor point in the unseen in your identity in Christ by His grace alone. It's good news. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom Podcast. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review on iTunes so iTunes will recommend this podcast to others. Thanks, everyone, and take care.